Well, good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the UPCI Youth Ministry Training Call. This is a monthly youth ministry conference call, and whether you are joining us live or whether you're tuning in via the podcast, thank you for taking the time uh, to be a part of this call. This is, as you may or may not know, hosted by the United Pentecostal Church International Youth Ministries. Tonight during the call, if you want to ask a question of the speaker, you can use hashtag AskYM. And then following up the call or the podcast after you've listened, you can post about it. Use things maybe that you've heard from the speaker or things that you've taken away, and you can post using hashtag YMTC. This is call number 18. We're so thrilled to have each of you with us, whether you're joining live, as I have said, or from the podcast, I want you to know that we do our best to create this resource for you and to create resources like this so that apostolic youth workers can continue to be um, armed with the things that are needed on a daily basis. The purpose of UPCI Youth Ministries is to educate and engage. We want to educate students in apostolic identity and engage them in apostolic mission. Thank you as youth workers for partnering with us to achieve that goal. Thank you for the work that you're personally doing, investing in this generation of apostolic Pentecostal youth. You are, as we like to say, our heroes. We're living in such a unique time. We have to be intentional. We have to be focused in our efforts, and we're so thankful for you helping us. Before we go in and introduce the speaker, would you join me right where you're at in just a moment of prayer? Because before we ever hear from someone or begin to gather resources, it's good for us to pray and ask that God would help our mind and help our heart so that we're able to receive what the word would have for us. Lord God, we thank you for the opportunity to gather tonight. We thank you for those that are tuning in, those that are listening later. I pray, God, that each person that takes a moment and prays right now, that you would soften the soil of our heart, that the seed of your word might find lodging and might grow and produce in us that which you have desired for it to produce. I pray a special blessing upon every youth worker, upon our speaker tonight, and upon those students that will be affected as a result. We ask it in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. We are so excited tonight to have our special speaker for this call number 18, Preston Keller from Lancaster, Ohio. Preston has been a PK all of his life. Uh, He graduated from Indiana Bible College in 2012 with a bachelor's degree in biblical studies He works full-time at New Life Christian Center as the youth pastor, and he is currently serving the Ohio District as their Ohio Youth Director of Promotion. If you would ask uh, Preston, he would tell you he's a wannabe biblical archaeologist. Uh, He's been on some incredible digs and some incredible trips. There's no doubt he has a passion for youth ministry and a passion to travel And uh, one of my favorite things about him beside his passion (laughs) is his love for cold brew coffee. So uh, we are we are just excited 
and thankful, Preston, to have you on the call with us tonight. Without further ado, I want to turn it over to you just to share whatever you feel here about uh, our social media tonight, just kind of ministering and, and uh, letting the youth workers know what you feel. God bless you. Thanks for joining us. Thank you so much, Brother Carson. It's an honor to be on the call tonight. And uh, thank you also to Brother Rankine, Brother Thomas. I honor our YM execs uh, and Brother Matt Woodward for being our YMTC coordinator. He helped me get uh, all set up tonight, and I appreciate all the work that he puts into this amazing resource. Um, and I hope that you take a look at the archives of this podcast. This is episode 18, like Brother Carson said, and it would be great for you to uh, go through all the other archived uh, podcasts and just let it be a resource to help you in youth ministry. I know I've listened to multiple uh, podcasts and it's helped me as well. Uh, let's dive in here. Uh, so glad to be here with you all. Happy New Year. We're recording this on January 2nd and uh, 2018. I believe that the cliche is actual fact that 2018 will indeed be your best year yet. Uh, my best year yet, our youth ministry's best year yet, if we intentionally make that our goal. Uh, the first week of January is one is the one week that reigns supreme over the other 51 when it comes to goals. And I know you've probably made some 2018 goals by now. Uh, I'd be interested to see the list of people who have already read Genesis chapter 1, looked up different gyms in their area, and Googled healthy meal plans. Uh, in full transparency, I would be on that list. Uh, January is, is the time of year where we set goals. It's time to uh, evaluate and reevaluate. It's uh, the, the natural fresh start on the calendar. And all of this is relevant to our local youth ministries and youth teams as well. And before we bring light to our topic for this call, which is uh, team dynamics and We'll add an additional big idea uh, that we're going to cover tonight. I want to give a disclaimer. Um, I am in no way a professional in team dynamics, and I will not uh, masquerade as a veteran of youth ministry. As a matter of fact, I'm probably more like most of the listeners of, of this podcast, of this call. Uh, I'm currently in the trenches of local youth ministry. I have been for around four years uh, now, uh, played multiple roles. Um, if you identify with this, uh, uh, just say amen wherever you're at, listen to this podcast. Um, I've been the, the worship leader. I have, uh, I've been assistant youth pastor. I have uh, been a teacher. I've been a sound man. I've been a vacuum operator, amen. Uh, I've been the high school pastor. Uh, and as of yesterday, I'm now serving as, youth pastor over both high school and junior high, uh, just so many roles that that you, the heroes of, of our students, uh, serve. And I appreciate you as Youth Ministry Nation. Um, and our amazing junior high pastor on a local level just retired after nine plus years of youth ministry. Uh, it's It's been a bittersweet moment for our staff, but on the flip side, we've added two new team members and January can just be such a great and exciting time for youth ministry. And uh, just glad you've joined us tonight. Let's, let's dive in. Uh, I believe a youth pastor or a youth team member can take a step in the right direction to kick off a successful new year 
through this call. So let's talk some team dynamics. One business leadership site put it this way. Team dynamics are the unconscious psychological forces that influence the direction of a team's behavior and performance. They are like undercurrents in the sea, which can carry boats in a different direction to the one they intended uh, to sail. I love this take on, on team dynamics, and I think uh, taking liberty with this, you could say our local youth ministry is like the boat, and our team dynamics are the undercurrents that can and will affect where the boat will go. I'd like to share with you two questions tonight that I often ask myself as youth pastor, and there are two questions that we often ask ourselves as our local youth team in Lancaster. Uh, but before I do, I offer you an umbrella question. You will do yourself a very big favor to always revisit this question, and that is, what is pastor's vision for the youth ministry? I think we often forget as youth pastors and as youth team members that the youth ministry at our church is actually pastor's youth ministry. It's not ours. And, and we have been given the incredible opportunity to lead this wonderful ministry. And we are in the will of God when we are operating the youth ministry under pastor's vision. I'll offer you this little leadership thought. Uh, die, spelled D-I, is a prefix that means two, twice, or double. It is used commonly in chemistry as in dioxide, a compound having two oxygen atoms. Therefore, I, I've heard it like this, Division literally means two visions, spelled die, vision. So with our umbrella question, what is pastor's vision for the youth ministry? We need to have vision for the youth ministry as youth pastors and as the youth team members, but it must, our vision must fall under pastor's vision. And right now, January is a great time to just check in with pastor, set up a meeting, talk to him after church. I'm sure he would appreciate you making the effort to make sure the youth ministry's goals for 2018 are in alignment with the vision that he has received from God for the church. Uh, and once you do this, now that your team has done this, your team uh, has the freedom to operate under that umbrella question and I encourage you as the youth pastor and you as the youth team to ask these two main questions. Once you've taken care of this umbrella question, uh, I've got two questions for you to ask yourself, and we'll spend most of the call on these two thoughts. Number one, why do we exist? There's no better time than January to revisit this question or for some visit it for the first time. Why does this boat, this youth ministry exist? I encourage you to get it down on paper. Spend some time in prayer. Get a, a, a mission statement down on a, on a document, down on paper. Your youth ministry must have 
a mission statement. You cannot get to a destination if you don't know who you are or why you exist. And a lot of times we get the cart before the horse. We, we claim we're going to have growth in 2018, but we don't even have an identity for our youth ministry. Uh, why do we do what we do? And the where, as in the desired destination that you're trying to get, can never precede the why. Uh, our current mission statement uh, right now for our local youth ministry, uh, just for an example, is we exist to create passionate followers of Jesus Christ. It's clear. It's simple. Uh, uh, once our team members know, know what it is, uh, we know how to move on and operate from within this mission statement. Um, at our church, our children's ministry has a goal to have their kids spiritually mature enough to enter uh, our junior high ministry. And then our goal is that during their three years in the junior high ministry, that they will be prepared and, and be spiritually mature enough to enter high school. And the same goes for uh, our high schoolers that go to graduate. We pray that each student is a passionate follower of Jesus Christ by their graduation day and ready to take on college or a career. And, and ultimately, they're spiritually ready to take on adulthood. We exist to create passionate followers of Jesus Christ. A, a youth pastor thought, um, make your mission statement clear to your team and you'll eliminate a lot of problems. Here's, uh, here's reality. Every one of your parents has a preconceived idea of why they think uh, your youth ministry exists. You might have one parent that thinks the youth ministry uh, should be an uber spiritual vehicle where, where every event is a 24-hour prayer meeting, while another parent expects, expects you to, to be a pizza party babysitter's club. You know, we're, we're, uh, we're talking team dynamics here, so if there is no uh, why we exist in place, not just parents, but your youth team members are also going to have different ideas of what they think the ministry should be. And now, if this is the, the state of your youth ministry team, if, uh, different visions, you, now our undercurrents for the boat, our team dynamics are, are pulling in different ways. And now, uh, now the boat, the ministry is ultimately going nowhere fast. On the contrary, if everyone knows why the youth ministry exists in the local church uh, and they know what the goal is, the current uh, created by your team is aligned in taking the ministry in one defined uh, direction. So youth pastor, uh, I, I encourage you here in January to, or whenever you hear this call, create your mission statement and, and share it with your team and then share it with your parents. Uh, maybe you have a January parent meeting. Let them know uh, the mission statement. Share it when you when you honor graduates. Let it be known churchwide uh, why your youth ministry exists. It'll give you a, a direction to go with your team. So that's question number one. Why do we exist? And question number two uh, for your consideration tonight is how do we get there? 
So our first question identifies the goal destination for each student, but you need a plan to get them to that destination. And spoiler alert, it's a six to seven year plan. Youth ministry is an amazing investment, but it takes discipline and hard work and a lot of time. That's why a healthy team is everything in all caps. You, youth pastor, trying to create a big enough undercurrent to move the entire youth ministry to its destination is impossible. And trying to sustain that movement alone results in a very familiar word called burnout. Uh, the question, how do we get there? It takes a team. And not only a team, but youth ministry takes a diverse team at that. Uh, locally, uh, it's the, the group that I know best. So I'm going to use this, uh, this example uh, as our local youth ministry. We use an outline called the five biblical purposes uh, from Doug Fields, a pioneer in, in youth ministry, who I believe got it from his pastor, Rick Warren, years ago. It's just a great out, uh, outline, a guideline for carrying out your mission statement every semester, the five biblical purposes. And I want to share that with you here quickly. Uh, we get these five purposes from the Great Commandment and the Great Commission. And I'll read those quickly in the NIV, uh, Matthew 22, 37 through 39. Jesus replied, let the Lord your God, love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. And then Matthew 28, 19 through 20. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. So everything we do in our local group to support and fulfill our mission statement comes from these five biblical purposes. Number one, love the Lord your God. Two, love your neighbor as yourself. Three, go and make disciples. Four, baptizing them as a symbol of fellowship. And five, teaching them to obey. Uh, and so for each biblical purpose, uh, we don't go through all this with our students. They don't necessarily know that all of this exists, but this is behind the scenes stuff to fulfill the mission statement. We give a familiar term to each biblical purpose. Love the Lord your God would be worship. Love your neighbor as yourself. Ministry. Go and make disciples. Evangelism. Baptizing them. Fellowship. Teaching them to obey. Discipleship. And uh, this gives intentionality to everything we do. Every event, every endeavor will accomplish one or more of these biblical pur uh, purposes. So, for example, our Wednesday night classes uh, might serve the purpose as discipleship teaching. Um, our dream team, this is our student, uh, student servant, uh, servanthood team, uh, where students can gain ministry experience. Our P7 clubs act as our arm of evangelism, um, our open gyms. It's just a night for fellowship and, and hangout time. And our weekend uh, weekend services, uh, youth services, to, uh, might be to fulfill worship. And if something we are currently doing does not fall under one of these five purposes, 
we lose it. We get rid of it. And, and we make sure that not every event has the same uh, purpose that it's serving. We believe a, a healthy balance of worship, ministry, evangelism, fellowship, and discipleship uh, creates an optimal optimal uh, ministry to accomplish our mission statement and the why we exist question. This is a big boat. And uh, in recruiting team members, we make sure that not all skill sets and personalities are the same. First of all, our students are all different and will connect with different team members. Uh, second of all, we need team members who are gifted in worship, team members gifted in ministry training, uh, in evangelism, in events and fellowship and connection, and in teaching. Um, as a youth pastor, I can't do all of that all of the time. And if I could, I definitely could not do it all with excellence. Um, and back to the parent who wanted prayer meetings, uh, we've got it covered. Back to the parent who wanted pizza parties, we've got that covered too. Uh, your, your team members will appreciate, they'll appreciate and rally behind a well-planned, intentional ministry with clear goals. I guarantee it. Uh, communication with your team members is humongous. Job descriptions and expectations are huge. Uh, valuing team members by taking them out to coffee, picking their brain on what's working, on what could be better, on what students they're connecting with, that's huge. Um, tonight, it's, it's my prayer that you and your team have the greatest year of youth ministry you've ever experienced, uh, that your students would grow in their walk with God like never before, and, and may we be intentional about our local youth ministry's purpose and how we carry out that purpose. Uh, may, may we work together as a team, be in, in a, a aligned undercurrent under pastor's vision and get our students to the desired destination. Uh, it's my prayer that this helps a youth leader out there, a youth team or youth pastor. Uh, it's been an honor to speak to you all. And at this time, I'll give it back to our YM execs. God bless Thanks so much, Preston. This is Justin here. Um, I just want to talk through some questions with you. Um, there was some great content there, the analogy of, you know, the ship and the undercurrents. It's a fantastic uh, way to look at that and kind of grasp your mind around the things that can happen to make sure we get everyone going in the same direction. And um, I love how you started off with pastor's vision and then why does your youth ministry exist? Because in dealing with so many different team members, not just parents, as you mentioned, so many different people can think this is what we're supposed to be doing. And that can be number, one of the number one things on a team when everybody thinks this is what we should be doing or that's what we should be doing. But when you all agree on the ministry must match pastor's vision and then let's all decide what's the big picture for this. And that helps you put everything in, like you said, and helps you figure out what team members. So great stuff. Um Thanks so much for sharing that with us. What are some, what are maybe some of the uh, fun or exciting ways, maybe some things that you've done, some ideas that you've done with your youth team or youth staff to get them to be together, uh, you know, team building, getting them to gel or unified. 
do you have any cool things you guys have done uh, during your four years of of being in youth uh, in youth work there? Uh, you know, I, honestly, I think um, the greatest connection that we've had is just when it's simple, when we can just go out uh, and have coffee together with uh, cough, cough, no students around. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's just great to to get in a setting like that and um, and just chill out and, and just talk, you know, over a coffee or dessert. I will say uh, we we went to uh, the youth ministry training event two years ago, and we're looking forward to being back in August this year. And one of our greatest, the, the conference is phenomenal. We loved all the teaching, but one of our favorite parts about it was just the drive to Nashville from Ohio. And we just got to spend time in the van together doing a road trip and just quality time together, I think is, is everything because on a week to week basis, we're just, you know, rushing into the church and putting on a, you know, youth events and youth classes and, uh, as a staff, we don't get to just talk and just hang out, you know, very often. Absolutely. We did that. We were able to do that same thing with our youth staff. Uh, some of our greatest memories we've had have been in the van rides to uh, those different locations. Awesome. What about um, dealing with some team members? Have you ever had anybody that would be, you know, some quote unquote dead weight on the team or somebody that maybe just need a little push? lacking some passion or drive or maybe not pulling their weight with their job description. How do you kind of handle that, approach that, maybe just some tips on helping motivate those that maybe have lost a, a, a lack of their burden for youth ministry or they're not quite pulling their weight? Sure. Um, that can uh, I'm, that can definitely get awkward, I, I think, at times, you know, depending on what the what the lack is or, or how this uh, youth team member is, is not pulling their weight. Uh, I, I guess it might just be a gradual slope uh, where, you know, you might try to rally the team, uh, the team together all, you know, all together at one time um, without pinpointing individuals. And if it continues after that, you know, you might have to just use one of those uh, candid coffee trips and, and just have a, a, a one-on-one -on -one meeting with, with whoever it is and, and just ask them if you can help, uh, you know, you might identify what the shortcoming is and, and ask them if there's anything you can do to help or, um, I, I don't know. We haven't had very many, uh, situations like that, that, that we've had to deal with, but. Awesome. Uh, well, I guess you're, your dessert and taking them out to coffee and those those quick tag ins every now and then is uh, maybe helping to keep keep that moving and a clear uh, you know clear vision. That's awesome. Um, talking about having team members is that and, and you talked about different ones having different talents or abilities. Do you sometimes uh, find perhaps that it sometimes is easier to do tasks yourself instead of delegating them? Maybe because you've got more time. I know Brother Carson mentioned you're full time there at the staff. What are some tips on how to effectively delegate tasks? Maybe some things you think through, ways of follow-up, maybe ways of tagging in, um, you know, maybe some helpful hints on, on delegation. And that's a, that's a great question. Um, and a lot of times it is easier just to do things yourself. And, and you know, you might um, – and you can probably do it better, uh, I would say, at first – but you'll never um, 
delegation is so key because whoever you delegate to, you're giving them an opportunity to grow and to develop uh, talents or, or giftings. Um, and eventually, uh, you know, depending on the situation, the person, uh, what you're delegating, you know, there's a good chance they'll end up someday doing it better than you ever could, you know? So, uh, I, I think, um, I think we've got to create, uh, opportunities for others. And, um, I know if I try to do everything myself, uh, first of all, I'm not developing others in, in their kingdom opportunities, but, uh, eventually I'm going to find myself in burnout. So, um, I, I, uh, I guess I would leave it at that. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's very good. That's a motivating factor to delegate that you want to, that you're wanting, what I, what I feel you're saying there is that you want to, you don't want to burn out as the youth leader because you care about your youth group. They'll suffer if you don't, it's going to be worse if you're suffering from burnout than if a task falls through, you know, because you're the most important part of, you know, leading them. So um, t talking about that, you know, on delegation, do you feel like perhaps in, in your in your experience, are there some jobs or some tasks that should not be delegated and really should be handled by the youth pastor or lead youth leader? Um, in, in your opinion, what do you think are some of those tasks? Sure. Um, I would say uh, some counseling situations. Um, I, I think uh, certain counseling situations, the youth pastor um, should never put that on a volunteer. Um, that, that's more on you or, you know, uh, of course, we know certain counseling situations even goes above the youth pastor. You just need to send it to pastor. But I, I would not delegate anything like that. Um, even uh, even even discipline uh, situations where if there's a kid just acting out, um, I, I wouldn't. I would make it clear to your team members to always come get the youth pastor. Kind of, uh, I'm thinking of youth camp too. You know, there are certain things we tell our staff, you know, not to do. Come find, uh, you know, the youth president or or whatever. I, I think the same as, as locally. Um, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't want to put that on my volunteers either. Those two things come to mind. Yes, sir. Those are great answers, Preston. We thank you so much, man, for your time tonight and your investment of uh, some research and creating this resource for us to add to our library of our youth ministry training call. And thank you so much for your time. I'm going to turn the remainder of this call over to our newly appointed director of promotion, Brother Michael Thomas, who is in the office today at 36 Research Park Court in Weldon Spring, Missouri, in his new spot in his office. And so Brother Thomas is going to wrap it up with a few quick promotional items and then close our call in prayer. Brother Thomas, take it away. Yes. Thank you, Brother Ranking. And thank you, Brother Keller, for sharing with us your great insight on tonight's topic of team building and team dynamics. Great content, great delivery. And uh, I must say that I have learned a lot tonight just listening on this call. Uh, just a quick reminder before we step away from tonight's training call. Uh, Brother Keller, Keller already mentioned it tonight, but one of the greatest investments that you can make in your youth team and your youth staff is to take them to the youth ministry training event uh, that is sponsored by the UPCI Youth Ministries. Uh, this youth ministry training event will be held this year in St. Louis, Missouri, 
on August 2nd through 3rd um, of this year, as I said, and it will be held in St. Louis, Missouri. Uh, I remember taking RU staff to this event a few years back, and there are some things that we were trying to get them to see. And uh, as much as we try to explain it to them, train them to get them to see the whole picture of what we were wanting to see happen on a local level, when we finally just took them to the youth ministry training event, it suddenly clicked and they got it. They got what we were trying to do. So mark that down on your calendar, August 2nd through 3rd. One of the best investments you can make in your youth team is to take them to this event. Also want to leave everyone with a reminder concerning our next month's training, youth ministry training call. And the date for next month's call will be February 6th. And our guest speaker will be Brother Ryan Dean. Brother Ryan Dean will be speaking on the topic of making your facility their facility. Making your facility their facility with Brother Ryan Dean next month, February 6th. Don't want to miss that call. And now we want to end this call, this training call, with a word of prayer. So if you will, help me pray right where you are as we conclude tonight. Lord, we thank you for the valuable insight that we have heard tonight from Brother Keller on this training call. And we want to just pause and thank you for every youth worker, youth pastor who took time out to be on this call this evening so that they could glean more knowledge and how to better lead their local youth ministries and their students. Lord, we pray that you would bless and grace these youth workers as they serve and as they lead their young people. Lord, we pray that you give these youth workers knowledge, anointing, and wisdom to be effective and spiritual youth leaders for you. We pray also that you would continually bless their efforts as they disciple, teach, lead, and love their students. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thanks once again to everyone for joining the Youth Ministry Training Call tonight. Uh, this training call is sponsored by the UPCI Youth Ministries and your generous giving to She's for Christ. It is our prayer that the Lord would bless you and that you would have a great evening. You have been listening to the Youth Ministry Training Call. For other great youth resources, be sure to check out thecommunity.com. Thank you for joining us and have a great night. Come on, come on.